Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Dr. Deborah Dupree. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting Life Unscripted. I am so grateful to have you here today. Uh, we're going to talk about an important topic, and that is how to resolve conflict, effective communication for conflict resolution. Uh, and it comes in handy no matter if you're talking with a business associate, a sales call, or even your kid or husband or wife. Mm -hmm. uh, there are times where conflict arises and to be able to deal with it effectively and communicate properly so you have the best outcome for everyone is very important. And you're going to share your wisdom on that. But I'd love for you to just dive in a little bit and share with the audience just a little bit about your backstory. Oh, well, thank you for asking. It's a, uh, you know, we all have a story. And so it does help to understand where someone's coming from. That's for sure. Um, you know, I, I guess I, I'd like to say, say my story is really about the fact that I grew up in a large family. There were nine kids. I was on the younger end of things. And um, basically being on the, the part of the last little three, as they called us, uh, we were to be seen and not heard. So I literally grew up not having a voice, not knowing how to Oh, heck, I didn't even know I had feelings, um, but not certainly knowing how to express my thoughts and feelings. And so those were skills I learned. And then the other part about it is that I also grew up in a family business. And so it was run by my, my grandfather and my father. And so certainly I saw conflicts erupt between them, you know, in the business handling side of things. And then as well as, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the older kids worked in the, the business to some degree as well. And so let's just say I saw conflict from every which angle and uh, was just amazed at the human dynamics um, that went on and uh, either successfully resolving conflict, but most often not, and really damaging relationships, breaking hearts and, um, and people not feeling very good about themselves. You know, that that's interesting, uh, Deborah, because I think a lot of times conflict comes about because of a misunderstanding of what the other person is even meaning. And I think that's why we're having this conversation today, effective communication, because often I think the conflict arises because one party or the other is not understanding what the other is saying, and that creates mm -hmm. this whole conflict. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. Um, uh, we, I like to use the metaphor of an iceberg. And, uh, you know, we always say, you know, we can see the tip of the iceberg, but it's that big part below the waterline that we don't see. And it's exactly what sank the Titanic, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I find that um, in my years of um, being in psychology, but most importantly, being a mediator, is that people stop 
at what's being said without diving deeper into, well, where are you coming from? Or that didn't land right, you know, and that's where the communication comes into play. They really don't carry out those conversations. They, they get reactive. Uh, they either shut down or they blow up. And either way, it's not effective communication, and it's certainly not good for the relationship. And so um, what, what I find is so important that the people develop the courage and the curiosity to dive a little deeper. But that does take some skills. It takes mm -hmm. some techniques and strategies to feel safe enough to go there. Because, you know, I think a lot of people, too, have um, a mistaken notion that conflict can be avoided. And the reality is this conflict's going to happen anytime you have two people who have different ideas, different beliefs, different thoughts and perspectives, et cetera. And so um, it's really not that conflict is a bad thing. It's how we manage it. And those are skills that we can yeah. then learn in terms of having effective conflict communication. Wow. You know what this recalls for me? I, I remember many years ago kind of pushing when my husband and I were not married, but I, I pushed him to go to couples counseling with us because I was trying to rush him down the aisle. And I was like, come on, what's your problem? Hello, we're perfect. Mm -hmm. um, but it was interesting having that third party uh, as as he turned out to be our sort of mediator. Mm -hmm. um, he allowed me to go deeper into my feelings and what I was pushing um, past as far as conflict, because I just thought, well, what's his problem? Let's just go forward. And, yeah. and without realizing that the reason I was pushing so hard is I had felt this sense of abandonment as a kid. And I was looking for the marriage to kind of solve all that. And until yeah. he helped me get with my inner conflict, then we could, my husband and I now we're married, uh, begin to broach the question and, and the desires of what we wanted later in our relationship. But sometimes it's not conflict with the other. Sometimes it's dealing with conflict within yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that um, really speaks back to, you know, your first question to me, what's your backstory? Yeah. And um, I think we all, and, and you, you mentioned that too. And so we really all deserve to um, dive into our backstory a little bit and understand what, how have we been influenced by, you know, uh, those we grew up with and, and how we internalize some of their own behaviors into our behaviors and we don't even know it. You know, and it's not that we need deep psychotherapy, you know, but it's, it's understanding some of those basics because we do take that into our adult relationships. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether it's like with you and your husband, as you mentioned, but certainly, you know, how we show up in the workplace and how we show up as a leader, um, you know, also impact. We can be highly intelligent and very successful at what we do, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean we're actually a really good leader and a steward of people. And, um, and that's where I really get passionate um, in, in helping leaders really develop their skills. Um, uh, and, and again, it's not that they have to learn something new. It's really about shifting what they do into something more effective. And, uh, and, and that's where we can really maximize what's going on. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's go deeper on that. I'm curious. Mm -hmm. So like, there's a lot of business owners listening in and they're like, well, mm -hmm. I, I don't think I have any problem. It's all my, uh, you know, my, the people I hire, my talent or whatever. How do they even begin to get in contact with what they need to be aware of? Because I'm guessing awareness is where it all starts. Well, it does. And I like to draw upon the basic four quadrants of emotional intelligence by Daniel Goleman, mm. uh, you know, who is the, you know, considered the father of emotional intelligence. And um, he breaks it down into four simple quadrants. You know, it does start with self-awareness. You know, how do I trigger? How do I, you know, how, how do I react to things? What are my, what are my own challenges from my upbringing, for example? What triggers me? So that's that self-awareness piece. 
but then it's self-management. Now that I know what I know and I know what kinds of things trigger, you know, am I that reactive, explosive kind of person or do I take time to sort of ponder or do I try to ignore it altogether, you know, stuff it down? And then it really gets into, you know, what do I pick up on from others? How, do, how well do I read their clues and how well do I sense where they might be coming from? Um, I love what um, uh, Henry Yampolsky, who's a lawyer turned mediator, uh, has to say about mindfulness. Mindfulness is not just about, you know, taking care of ourselves, but mindfulness, uh, and uh, let me restate that, mindfulness is not just, you know, getting better at how we feel and manage ourselves, but mindfulness is also getting better at sensing where others are coming from. And so that's that other awareness. And then the last piece is relationship management. Now that I know about self and, and now that I have developed my skills about sort of reading where other people might be coming from, or at least being clued into that. Now, how do I manage that relationship? And then that's where, you know, there's techniques all along the way, but again, you know, that managing that relationship to have uh, effective communication for, I like to say, let's turn challenging confrontations into learning conversations. Mm. Now we're talking. Wow. And that is so imperative because everyone has their own perspective and way of dealing with things. I know me, I'm more like, I just go with my feelings, boom, and I react. And then mm. I have friends who they always will not want to deal with it. Well, we just won't talk about it. And those yeah. are probably the people like you were mentioning that let's put it aside. I don't want to deal with this conflict. And so everyone will have a different approach to how they deal with life circumstances and, and conflict that may arise. But I think it's fascinating to first get um, pigeonholed on how do you approach the world? And then also, are you able, are you good at picking up cues? I think that's something I could get better at as far as um, physically, like I can, I'm good at when I'm talking to someone, but sometimes I'm, I don't verb, um, visually pick up on cues. Mm, yeah. Well, that's an art too. And, and there's a body of knowledge. And so, um, you know, some of us are naturally better at it. And then some of us are totally devoid of that, you know? And so it is all about skills. And that's one message I really want to emphasize. It's not that you aren't good at what you do already, but how do we get better? And yeah. who, who doesn't want to get better at that? And I'll share with you that, um, you know, when I'm working with people, I, I do go into the emotional intelligence, the four quadrants. And then I, I draw a lot from the four communication styles. There are four worldwide, doesn't matter what race, what culture, what, you know, ge geographical background you're from, four. And so if we use those four as our framework, oh my gosh, there's so much information that we can glean from uh, in, in terms of looking at ourselves, but then also understanding where others are coming from. And that's where I talk about the clues. Uh, there's a whole lot packed into um, that assessment that can be extremely invaluable. And again, particularly from leadership, because, uh, you know, with one particular assessment I use, it, it not only tells you about self, but it also tells you if I'm managing somebody who comes from one of the other four styles, how do I lead them, um, uh, provide feedback to them, communicate them, uh, you know, encourage them. And so it really gets into some in-depth kinds of things. And now we're just building our base of knowledge. And who doesn't want to get smarter at what we do, right? Yeah, I'd love to uh, hit on a, a, a possible situation. Uh, many years ago, I worked with what I thought was one of the best bosses we had in our our facility, he, I felt brought the best out in me. He was very um, pushy type of, let's get it done. You could do it, but, but you know, kind of like a cheerleader thing. He would see mm -hmm. our strength and kind of try to pull it out of us, which I really love. 
Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Because I like to kind of go for a um, challenge and, and push mm-hmm. for it. And someone says, do it, I'm going to do 10 times more. But what I found from some of the people around me, uh, my coworkers, mm. they they couldn't stand him. They're like, oh, he's yeah. so, uh. so I'm wondering if say that leader, how would he work with someone who is less aggressive and, and does not like the approach of push, push, push? How How do you go about inspiring them to be their best and communicating that? Oh, that's an excellent question. Um, you know, I, I, I imagine some of our listeners won't like want to hear this, but as a leader, we really do need to know and understand the people we lead. And so it does take, you know, a really effective leader um, really does get to know his people or her people. And so like for you, it worked really well, but then it would be very important for that leader to then take time to, um, you know, it, 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 and I do want to assure people that it doesn't take a lot of time. We just need to give it a little time and, and say, you know, here's how I typically lead. And I know it works for some people. It doesn't work for everybody. Help me understand what helps you do the best you can. How do you want to be approached? Uh, how do you want to be informed when there is a problem or maybe a mistake has been made? You know, help me help you to get better at what you do. And so we sort of shift that from, a, you know, I'm, a, I'm not just your leader, you know, telling you what to do. I instead want to learn what helps you to be the best that you can. And so it does mean, um, you know, like I said, touching base with your people periodically, getting to know them a little bit better. And you'll see time and time again, you know, the survey results uh, say that, you know, people uh, who, who really admire their leaders are the kinds of leaders that actually do know something about them personally. I see that all the time in, in the work climate studies I do is that I like this leader because he, he actually remembers my kid's name, you know, or, or know that I had a baby. You know, that means mm-hmm. something to me. Most people, that, that's very valuable. Well, you hit on something I just heard in a podcast yesterday. Uh, he's a business owner, owns several businesses, but he said he was impressed because he went to a resort 
And, you know, it was a five-star resort, but what impressed him is every single employee or person he came in contact with at that hotel knew his name and every other person that they talked to. He said, I wasn't more special than the next guest. Everyone was treated the same. And everyone said, oh, Mr. So-and-so. Oh, it's great having you back. Did you enjoy the pool time? Oh, Sarah. It was like they knew their kids. And he said, I was like, I have to take that back to my business and, and do more of that myself. And and that's what I'm getting from you, that that was that's something that could be used for every business owner listening in, that if you hone this, you can use mm-hmm. this not only for your employees and the people you work with, vendors, but also your customers. They could feel special and and feel that you really have their their back. And I got from you that it's more like a partnership that when you um, say that aggressive boss I used to have that worked with me uh, for the less aggressive folks, he, he could work in partnership with them in a private conversation mm-hmm. saying, how could we work together? How can I help you be your best? Absolutely. I mean, you hit um, hit it on the head right there. And I will share with you, I had a very similar experience last August uh, showing up at a hotel in another city and as a keynote speaker. And that wasn't really the big deal because there were a lot of people there. But the same kind of thing. They 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 knew my name. Uh, as soon as I stepped out into the hallway or off the elevator, it was like, how can I help you, Dr. Dupree? You know, it's like, Oh my gosh. And they would escort me. You know, I mean, it made you feel so special. Yeah. And I mean, don't we all want to feel special? Mm-hmm. And so imagine, um, and that's one thing I will say, you know, particularly in the days of when we, you know, employees would complain, you know, I'm, I'm known by my number, you know, mm-hmm. or they always call me my last names. Do they even know my first name? Mm-hmm. And, and so that's one thing. Um, actually, Gallup did a study on this, I think back in 2002, about what's most important to people. And um, it was replicated again a number of years later. But basically, the number one thing that people, there's two, two kind of things. Number one is they want to be called by their name. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then and then secondly, is they, they wanted to be told thank you for their contributions. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's so simple. It doesn't take a load of money. Dr. No. Dupree, that, that's awesome. Uh, and what I'm getting here is it doesn't take a lot. Like you said, these skills don't have to, you have to spend centuries learning them. How easy is it just today to remember to, to remember your, your associates, your vendors, your employees and say, Hey, Christina, thanks again for the work you do or whatever it is, just acknowledging that their existence. I, I think that that's what you're hitting on today when you're a number. And I just heard this on another podcast this week. This guy said, I used to go to the bank many years ago where I lived and and the bank guy or gal or whatever would know my whole family. Oh, how's Sarah, your daughter doing? Did they go to college yet? Like they would know the nitty gritty because it was yeah. almost like every place you know, the baker, the whatever, everyone knew each other. Now everyone's disconnected and they don't know mm-hmm. each other and we're all in these little bubbles and it makes everyone lonely and kind of sad. It does. And, and if anything, in today's world, I mean, the pandemic didn't help, but uh, <laughs> you know, people feel more isolated today than they ever have before. Even, even though we have increased, you know, immediate access on all kinds of platforms, people feel more isolated and disengaged <gasps> and, so, you know, it's like, how do we shift that? And so I'd like to suggest to all the business owners out there, like you just mentioned, it, and I mentioned earlier, this doesn't take a lot of time. It simply, it, it starts with awareness and shifting our mindset about things we may already do or already know, but how to be more effective in doing it. So we really do have a, a powerful and persuasive impact on our employees, but also our customers. I mean, just think, think about what a better world this could be. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. I can see the total potential of how life could shift if we all just, and my husband always has this saying, he said, if everyone just gave a teeny bit more mm-hmm. of what they give yesterday, the world would be phenomenal because yeah. I think we're all on our roller coaster of getting this done, getting that done, taking the kids to ball game. Da, da, da. And that if we forget that if we just gave a little of ourselves in teeny way from a smile to a hello, to a thank you, that if we all did that, life would be awesome for all of us. Yeah. 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 So, you know, um, I, I just encourage, you know, shifting your mindset. And so one thing I, I wanted to bring out before that I'll, I'll bring here, mm-hmm. it's about, um, well, I have a technique called the 360 perspective. And, um, you know, we all think we are looking at the same thing, but we often fail to realize that we're seeing very different things depending upon, you know, uh, our experience, our knowledge, our position within an organization. And that's why it's so important for leaders to, again, have those learning conversations. Well, how do you see it? What can Mm -hmm. I learn from you? Um, You know, because I, I realize I, no matter how emotionally intelligent you are, we don't know everything and there's always a different way to look at things. And so it's just really increasing our skills, our resilience or flexibility in doing so. Absolutely. I love that 360 because getting your, it's almost like putting yourself in the other person's shoes and saying, Mm -hmm. okay, let me get to see how you see the world. And you're like, Oh, you know what? I never thought of it that way. Actually. Hey, maybe that changes or shifts my perspective a bit. And uh, you know, it's, that much more we can learn from each other. We could go on a lot longer. I know we could, but I don't want to leave without everyone finding out how they can get in touch with you, work with you. And you also wrote a book. I'd love for them to get a copy of it. How can they do that? Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. You know, one, uh, a couple of things that I've been talking about here today. Um, I do have some short, you know, four to five, six minute um, video clips on tips and techniques available at my podcast, uh, uh, I'm sorry, my YouTube channel, uh, Dr. D. Dupree. And I also have a podcast myself called Decoding the Conflict Mindset. And so we talk a lot about leadership and people in conflict. And, and so that would be something to, to look for there. Um, and then to join me on LinkedIn, you know, uh, I, I, I tend to post and publish a lot in sharing techniques um, all the time in terms of how, how we can get better and better at um, managing the conflict situation, uh, improving our, our communication. And of course, visit my website, um, relationships-at-work.com. Lots of good stuff there too. Thank you so much. And just one real quick thing. You asked about my book and I totally forgot about it. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it, it, it's available on Amazon and uh, it's called Your Emotional Potential, How You Show Up Matters. And so it's a, it's a quick, easy read, but it, it gives you uh, actually the three steps of mindset shift right in the book and uh, along with some other uh, valuable tools. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Dupree, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting today. Thank you, Christine. I really enjoyed it. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com.